but I definitely study less, which sounds crazy. Just using the, the method, I guess, that you've taught, I spend a lot less time, which has been great. And I, and I, I think I would have burned out if I, if I stuck with what I was doing before. Welcome to episode 25 of the CPA Exam Experience podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's episode, you will hear me have a conversation with Colleen. Colleen is a Superfast CPA customer. She's halfway through the study process. And the interesting thing about her story is, uh, as you'll hear early in the interview, she mentions that she had emailed me a few months ago after she had had two failed sections back to back. And I respond to a bunch of emails every day. So I I didn't remember this specifically. But, you know, after now having recorded the interview, I went back and looked through my emails and I found these these emails. And so uh, I'll paraphrase here, but she had sent me an email back at the end of May of this year. She said, hey, I just purchased your course. I received my audit score today. This is my second time taking it. I took reg first, scored a 71, had to travel because of COVID to take the exam. To my disappointment, I made a 73. Not sure where to start from here or what to do. And then she said, I'm in the beginning process of of watching your strategy videos. And anyways, so she kind of goes through that and she's basically asking, you know, for advice. So then I sent, I respond to her and I said, Sorry to hear about the 73, especially since you had to travel to take the exams, but I do have a few tips that I can almost guarantee will get you over the hump. And then I said, first, it sounds like you're doing the the right first step, which is to watch our strategy videos from start to finish. That will make it crystal clear how the study process should work. Then I give her the specific advice for a restudy, which is what she's doing. You know, she had the two failed sections. So I say, you, you want to work in sets of 30, 30, 30, and five, meaning 30 sets of multiple choice. I'm sorry, a set of 30 multiple choice, a second set of 30 multiple choice, and then a set of five to seven practice sims. That should be random. Anyways, and then I go through, give her more specific tips. And then at the bottom, I make this bold promise and I say, do that consistently every day. And I would bet money you can turn a 73 into a 75 the next time, or turn it into a 75 plus meaning 75 or better the next time you take your exam. So I send her that back. And then now back to this interview, you know, this, this interview, as you'll hear is basically her explaining how she's now passed. She passed those two retakes back to back and she's changed her study process. The big takeaway is she will, as you'll hear in the interview, she talks about how before she was spending almost all day, every day studying using her full review course really getting lost in the video lectures and all the information, not knowing how to really piece it together. And now she has a much more streamlined study approach each day that's working much better for her. And uh, there's just a lot of good things, realizations, insights, and then a lot of specifics that she shares in this interview. So before we get into this interview, two things. Again, if this is the first time or the first thing you've come across from us, Superfast CPA. She will mention this as well in the interview, but the thing that she came across first was our free one-hour study training video, and that's where we just walk through uh, briefly in about an hour our study process, how it differs from the normal way of studying, and how you can have these two-hour 
study sessions each day with your main review course. And on weekdays, that's all the time you need to spend with your review course. Now, typically that is meant for people that are working full time, you know, busy CPA candidates. Uh, And if you have more than two hours in a day, you would just do two or three of these two hour blocks. But the key idea is you learn how this two hour block should work. It's a self-contained thing. It involves a portion of moving through new material and then a smaller portion of re-review. And that's all explained on the training. So to register for these trainings or one of these free trainings, you can go to superfastcpa.com, find a link from the homepage. It's pretty simple. Or just text pass now to 44222. So the word pass now as one word, text that to 44222 and we'll send you a link back for the training. This is one hour that can literally save you months and months of time and frustration and make your daily study process much easier. Again, as you'll hear in any of the previous interviews, but on this interview specifically, Colleen mentions that as well. So all that being said, let's get into this interview with Colleen. Tell me again, which sections you've passed already? Yeah, so I've passed reg and audit, um, and now I'm studying for FAR. Nice. And what date do you have set for that? So I, I don't have it it's scheduled yet. Um, I start at Deloitte & Touche in New Orleans at the end of September. So I'm kind of like studying as much as I can until I start. And we're working from home um, until January. So it's kind of like juggling working from home, starting my career um, in public accounting and trying to pass FAR. Um, but honestly, I'm like, I feel so much more confident having passed reg and audit. Yeah. Kind of have, like, I feel like a rhythm mm-hmm. with just studying the CPA exam and um, all of that. So, and even moving to a new city, um, it's been really cool, like settling in and figuring out the routine and studying. And I feel confident, like starting this new job while I'm studying, but just hoping FAR doesn't smear me. Um, but I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. I, yeah, I think reg and FAR are very, uh, close in like difficulty level. And typically if you figured out, you know, if your process worked for reg, I would just think it, it might take a little more time, like study right. time or, but it's, it's not that much harder. I don't think so. Should be good. Right. That's what I hear. I hear, and for me, like, I would much rather, like, math than I would something conceptual just because it's, like, I know that there's a right answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so studying for me, like, audit, it, like, came easy, being an audit, um, but studying reg was almost easier just because it was, like, math, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping it's the same with FAR that we'll just, you know, to learn kind of the math processes and the concept follows, you know? Yeah. Um, So how did you, that was one of my questions. Do you have family that were CPAs or how did you get into accounting? Yeah. So my dad is actually a CPA and I always thought his job sounded so boring and I never wanted to be a CPA, but I love my dad. Um, I pre-dental, like love, I love math and science. So it's pre-dental, like biology in college. Um, and I ended up getting a job as a dental assistant early in college, late high school, and I actually like hated it. But I knew I loved like the math and everything. And my dad just convinced me like, Colleen, take one accounting course and just see if you 
Um, and I was taking it while I was working at this dental office. So I could just like peered in, I guess, to like the, the office of the dental clinic. And I got to see a little bit of like what the actual office work was like and um, talk to the accounting a little bit. And I actually really enjoyed it, just like the organization and just the whole process and the flow of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of had to eat my words and tell my dad like, okay, dad, I think I'm going to switch to accounting. And I've enjoyed it. I mean, there's definitely, you know, some monotony in it, but I think there's a lot that you can do with it just in the business realm. Um, so it's been really cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's very wide. You know, you can get into a lot of things throughout your career and kind of really get into anything you would want to do. Whereas what you just mentioned, like right. my brother is he's been a dentist for like two years now and he's already kind of having this crisis of did i make a huge (laughs) no because you're sticking it Mm -hmm. yeah huge loan like huge loans and i mean you're doing this like the literal same thing every day and it's eight years of schooling too Mm -hmm. like a lot Yeah. yeah okay so it sounds like so did you finish your, did you finish a master's in accounting just recently then? No. So I actually, um, in high school, I took a lot of AP classes and, um, a lot of my like GE courses came from high school. So I graduated with 150, um, or about 150. I think I had like two classes that I, after I graduated, um, just like online through where I went to college. And after that, I did a little bit of, um, I worked actually at a summer camp for the summer. And then after that, I started studying for the CPA exam. So really like the beginning of this year, like January. Nice. So, yeah. Okay. And so that's the perfect uh, point, I guess, to start talking about this specifically. So when you yeah. started, what did you start with? You just got a review course and just started going through it? Through Deloitte, um, we received Becker. Mm-hmm. And I was like the first in friends to start studying for it, you know, trying to trying to get ahead of the game and pass as much as I could before I start working. Um, so really, I just I just opened up Becker and it's extremely overwhelming. Like there's just so much and um, wasn't sure where to start. But I took tax my last semester um, in college. So I started with reg. I really enjoyed business law. So started with that. Um, just did it the traditional way and I took it, I think it was like February 7th. So beginning of February, I made a 71 and I was like, so frustrated, um, (laughs) just because, you know, it's so close. Um, and I've been like at least a month of studying. Um, so I was like super bummed when I got the 71 and I was conflicted, like, okay, do I, because once I took it, I quickly started studying for audit after that. Um, because I thought I passed it. And then when I got the score back, I was like halfway through studying for audit, but got 71 and I was like, okay, I remember everything I've studied for reg, but I'm also like pretty deep into audit. Um, so I kind of made the decision, like, I'm going to keep studying for audit. And I studied, I studied probably for like three and a half weeks, four weeks for audit. So not much. Um, and I was, you know, like somewhat still looking at regs, trying to keep it fresh on my mind. Mm-hmm. And then I take re- I take audit and I made a 73. So like even more frustrated. Yeah. I actually emailed you at that point. 
Um, like oh, really? How, yeah, like I made a 71 and a 73 oh. because I kind of had done the traditional route through Becker, you know, like watching mm -hmm. the lectures and taking notes in the book. And it obviously I was just falling like right below. And I think I, I just like Googled, you know, like how to kind of like get past the 71 and somehow found super fast CPA. And I was like, I don't know, like if I want to like spend more money on a program or, you know, even yeah. taking them in itself is expensive. So, um, so I, I think I emailed you at that point and you had the response of like, um, watch this one hour training video and try doing like the two hour um, study session. So I like watched the video and after I watched the video, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna like invest in this and um, hopefully, you know, I'll, I'll get a return. Yeah. And thankfully I did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. so, so I, I studied for reg, I think for about like three more weeks after I took audit and made the 73, took reg passed with something in the 80s which i was super grateful and then took audit again shortly after and passed um so now i'm on to far um nice. but as for the study process um i found like even studying for audit and far i like ditched watching the lectures because i would just zone out honestly and, mm -hmm. and i didn't really learn anything from um watching the lectures and rather than like kind of burning myself out by studying or you know watching videos all day long i did the two hour method and i i just i actually would start with your outline which i don't know if people i feel like people normally do it the other way around as like a review but yeah. for me i tried to see like the bird's eye view like big picture so i would read your outline and then i would go through like the annotated textbook through becker and then after that, I would really start like the two hour study sessions um, every morning. And I would do that until I have had work. And then at night I would do the same and then flashcards. Um, and it's been like amazing. So. Yeah, that's awesome. A lot of people in these interviews have been saying that, that they would use our uh, review notes before they, you know, the, the relevant lesson or chapter or whatever. Because when you break it down by lesson, our review notes are pretty short, you know, if just by like a subtopic. But a lot of people say that. And that's never been something that I told people how to use them. I would just always tell people, just read these throughout the rest of your day right. for ongoing review. But yeah. you can do both, obviously. And that's something that I've started telling people, like, listen to these interviews, because a lot of these people were reading our notes before they go into their full lesson in their review course. Yeah, it's um. been great. I like I actually printed them out and I would like write on them. And then something else that I would do, I'm like the early bird, like that nobody, I know everyone doesn't understand like the early bird thing, but I wake up early and I'll like run in the morning. And for a while I felt like super guilty doing anything other than studying um, because I just, sorry, it's kind of loud. Um, sorry but because I was so ready to pass this exam, but I would actually listen to your audio notes while I ran. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I listened to the audio notes and then I would go into doing the multiple choice and the Sims. And it was like, it just made it all kind of like, you know, you could picture it and I don't know, it just brought it all together really well. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds uh, torturous to, you know, listen to, CPA stuff, just like while you work out and everything. Oh, yeah. But like you said, it's just this trade-off of 
It you is. make this all consuming for a few months yeah. and it was so much easier to pass instead of yeah. dragging it out for like a year. It's like discipline equals freedom. Like I just have to tell myself, you know, for this amount of time, just be super disciplined, like stop listening to your other favorite podcasts or music or whatever it is. And, yeah. um, and it's cool. Cause you really, it's, it sounds like agony and terrible, but even like throughout the day, rather than like getting on Instagram or whatever social media, I would just pick up and do like the multiple choice and or at work on my lunch break. And it almost like, it sounds crazy, but like the two hour in the morning, I would almost like, it became like this ritual for me of like, I'm gonna sit down and I'm just gonna focus without my phone and just like focus. And then you give yourself like an hour break or you reward yourself after you like intently focus study. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you for saying all that. Cause yeah. that's like, uh, that's exactly what I, I don't know if you remember me saying that exact thing from the videos, but that's one of my big things is like, listen, if you have your study process figured out and it's the same way every day, yeah, you, you can almost get to where you look forward to it just yeah. because it makes the rest of your day so much easier. Right. It's just this routine and it's like almost like checking something off the checklist and you know, yeah. it's cool. It's been good. Okay. So going back to, uh, before, you know, your first two attempts, you, so you would just go into your review course. Would you say that you spent more time yeah. trying to just get through the videos than um, anything else? Yeah. Well, that's one of the things like even saying the two hour session, like I definitely studied more when I just used Becker and I made the 73 and the 71, yeah. like the sheer amount of time I would sit, you know, for probably eight hours straight and just like grind out and like think that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Like I'm doing a good job studying I'm being, you know, disciplined and, mm -hmm. and it's like I was, but I was zoning out half the time because I just couldn't, you know, focus for that long and watch videos like, that it just wasn't working for me. So I kind of yeah. attributed that and it was a little scary and a little bit of a gamble of like, I'm gonna not watch the videos and I'm gonna, you know, I'm just gonna like really focus for a shorter amount of time and like put the phone away and everything. And then after kind of just do something to get my mind off of it and like got into that routine. But I definitely study less, which sounds crazy, not using Becker as much like I still use Becker for the multiple choice and the Sims obviously yeah um, but just using the, the method I guess that you've taught I spend a lot less time which has been great and I and I, I think I would have burned out if I if I stuck with what I was doing before yeah yeah I mean it does it, it sounds counterintuitive to yeah you're spending less time a lot less time in some cases but when you focus on what you're going to be doing on test day which is working through the questions and the Sims. It's just much faster and more effective to go straight to that. And right. then you use the video lectures or the chapter as needed. If you know, if you're not getting, that's exactly. kind of the, the approach in a nutshell, you know, there's more to it a little bit, but right. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh no, it's just been great transitioning into that. It's, it's been a lot less like agonizing and tiring. Um, yeah doing it this way rather than the traditional way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I felt the same way. I mean, I, really I had like the same experience. My first few months, 
originally my goal was I'm going to pass all four before I start. You know, I graduated in June or whatever, and then I started my job in September or no, Mm -hmm. August. And two weeks into FAR, I realized, okay, that's not going to happen because of how much information there was. And I did the same thing. I was sitting there for seven or eight hours a day being dedicated, doing it every day, but I was just not really getting anywhere. And then I, you know, I got the 74 mm-hmm. and uh, I'd started by then. So I was just out of necessity kind of, I think I have two hours a day max in the morning. So what am I going to do? And anyways, that's where all this came from. So uh, what about your, what about on the test day itself? Or no, let's, let's do this. So what did you do? So your first two attempts, did you do kind of a formal final review where it was like this two week long thing where you basically tried to relearn everything? Yeah. So that's, that's another thing. I realized that when I got to like the end of the information, especially with reg, because I felt like reg was just a lot of information as well. I kind of had forgotten what I learned, you know, however many weeks before when I watched those lectures and did the multiple choice and whatever. So what I did before was kind of like what they teach. Um, Like you go through everything and then you have like the actual final review book and you read through it. Um, And it kind of gave me like a false sense of comfort because it's kind of an outline and I just read through it. And I was like, oh yeah, like I remember that, but I didn't really work any problems or anything like that. But but then I took those sim exams, like the actual four hour um, practice exams. And Mm -hmm. that was even worse for me because I think I scored you know, probably in like the low 60s and kind of freaked me out before the exam and ended up doing, you know, better on the exam than I did that the practice sim. But from transitioning from that to the new way of studying, rather than just reading something, um, I just work like a buttload of multiple choice questions. And like the biggest thing with the multiple choice questions, I know with Becker, I don't know how it is with other um, like study materials but it gives you like a really great explanation of why something was right or why something was wrong and like for me I'm like that is so much more valuable than reading the outline or reading the final review or whatever it is because it's like it's like actually creating like the thought process in your brain of like okay that's why I was thinking this way and now I'm gonna think this way Um, yes so that's been huge as well yeah Yes, exactly. Like reading those uh, explanations just on a like per question basis, you're learning the material in these little chunks in the exact same context. Right. I mean, that's what it is, is exam questions Yeah. versus a two hour lecture or however long they are of everything. And you don't really know how that all fits together when it comes to questions. Exactly. But then I think for me, when you like kind of pair that with the outline like the super fast cpa outline it's big because for me studying for far right now i'm going through the multiple choice and i'm learning like little pieces of the information so then i'll go back and i'll read the whole outline and i'm like oh like that's where this fits in and Mm -hmm. you know it just kind of pieces it all together and it's a big picture but with multiple choice you kind of see like the more detailed um so doing those two together has been really beneficial yeah And then did you do, uh, well, you said you did the little quizzes on your phone kind of throughout the rest of your day and then listening to the audios. So the idea of, I mean, I'm setting you up for this question. I know what your answer is, but was it really helpful to build in 
you know, this idea of like re-review to where you're constantly reviewing everything instead of going through it once and then doing the final review at the end. Yeah, absolutely. Because it just kind of keeps it fresh on your brain. But even Mm -hmm. when I do the two hour sessions in the morning, I actually do it from every section. So it's like this big pool of um, multiple choice questions. So it's from, you know, F1 to all the way through F10, you know. Okay. Um, so rather than focusing on one section at a time, like I personally just found it to be the best way to just do the whole thing kind of, and you just piece it together um, mm. as you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting, but I mean, I, yeah, it's really the same thing, I guess. It is. It's just kind of like a bigger bite at once. Okay. So when you, I was going to ask you this anyway. So when you go through uh, multiple choice questions, like as a, you know, as a way of learning the new material, right? how would you describe that process? Like when you come to a calculation question, what do you do with it? Or when you come to something that you haven't heard before that, I mean, just how do you break things down? Do you make notes for later or how do you do all that? Yeah. So normally like what I'm doing right now, what I was doing right before this call was um, I'll just go through like a random set of the 30 multiple choice and I'll read it and obviously I'll try to answer it like the best way that I can and sometimes I'll get lucky and I'll remember it from college or you know it's just intuitive especially have taken audit um I feel like some of that overlaps like conceptually but when I just don't know then I'll I'll make my best guess and I'll have kind of in my mind like this is why I think this answer and if it's math like this is why I think I would do this just having like the foreknowledge of accounting and then if it's either wrong or right but mostly wrong the first Mm -hmm. go around I look at the answer and I like kind of see you know why it's right and I I'm like a big believer in writing things down just like physically it it teaches me a lot um so I'll make note cards of like okay leases like these this is what makes something an operating lease or this is what makes something a financing lease and I'll actually write that out on a flashcard and not even not even to think like okay Colleen you have to memorize this but just like seeing it written out for me like breaks it down and then the next time I come to a lease question or whatever question it may be I'll be able to kind of like picture that flashcard in my mind of like okay there are five things even if I don't remember specifically what they are yet I don't know it starts kind of shaping me and like how I should think about it but really it's it's all from the answers of the multiple choice questions I found is just you know super helpful yeah yep and that's uh that's one thing I talk about this being kind of a recipe you know to successfully get passing scores it's like a recipe there are key ingredients and especially doing these interviews people will kind of describe them a little bit different, but they're all doing these same key things. And that's one of them is you have to have some system of actively making sure that you understand something versus, you know, it's two different things to read an explanation and you just think, okay, that makes sense. But you didn't really do anything to force it into your brain, but writing it out, especially in your own words, kind of like you said, I think that's like a crucial piece that a lot of people skip just because it, you know, involves like extra effort. Yeah. Yeah. And I think everyone, you know, as you go, I think people kind of tweak it and 
they learn like everyone has a little bit different of a learning style yeah and i think as you go like you just kind of learn like okay writing it out for me is really helpful or you know i have friends that are very like audible learners and they'll even like record something on their phone and you know like say okay this is how this works or you know you just kind of learn um mm -hmm. you learn how how you learn even if it's you know definitely different than studying for a college exam but you can still use pieces of what you learned um through that but yeah 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 and that's that's another big thing is uh that's more of an abstract idea but i what i hope that our videos do for people is to give them like a framework like th this is this is how you should approach this you have mm -hmm. these key things that you do to make sure you're understanding things but then there are a lot of nuances or just deeper levels of understanding like you said everyone's okay. process kind of evolves but you you don't get that until you really implement the study process on like a daily basis and it's kind right. of like the secrets get unlocked as you yeah it's true actually put in the work yeah it's almost a subconscious thing which sounds crazy but you almost start to pick things up even listening to the audio i found like I always try to focus like super, super well, but even when I'm not extremely focused, I notice I pick things up. Oh yeah. That. Yeah, definitely. And then, so, and again, that's another thing that a lot of people say is uh, they spend so much time breaking down multiple choice questions, which right. is what I tell people to do. But then for the mm -hmm. simulation specifically, how did you yeah. use practice sims in your, study process or how did you prepare for simulations yeah i would say i like in the beginning phase of starting the study like when everything is so fresh and new and like for me with far right now i'm just kind of cracking the cracking it open i definitely use sims less and then once i start to you know see my grades progress um no worries <laughs> once they start to progress then I'm like okay now I feel like I could answer a sim um, mm -hmm. and I kind of have the same I attack it in the same way and I you know I feel like far sims are like so daunting but I just look at it and I think okay like if I had to just answer it the absolute best I can knowing nothing or knowing just looking at multiple choice and I've answered the best way I can and I feel like that just kind of gets my brain like rolling like this is how you're supposed to think about this and and then once I look at the solution, it's like, okay, now, you know, that makes sense. And I, I realize, okay, you're thinking about that correctly, or you're thinking about that incorrectly. And yeah, I definitely use them more later on, like closer to my exam date. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's basically right. It's kind of the same idea. You uh, go through them, break them down. I mean, exactly. My video on Sims is exactly what you just said. So so going okay so going back i kind of forgot to ask the follow-up question so in the beginning you would do a full multiple week long final review um what did you do these last two times when you got the passing scores yeah so what i did with this was i i really just focused on multiple choice i know i sound like a broken record but um <laughs> rather than reading an outline or reading a final review book it was like just making sure I would score in like the 90s and sometimes even get like 100% on the multiple choice and that just like reinforced that I was doing it and I really knew it that I wasn't tricking myself into thinking that I knew it because I think oftentimes when we just read 
a final review, it's like, oh yeah, I remember that. Or, oh yeah, yeah. you know, and we kind of get this false sense of confidence. But when you're actually answering a question or doing a sim, like you really have to answer it. So for me, it was just really vamping up the amount of multiple choice that I did. And, and I, sometimes I would take a sim exam if I was feeling courageous and, but honestly, it was mostly just multiple choice and sim. So the 30, 30 and five, um, it worked well for me. Nice. Yep. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. So we, or I guess the last thing would be any specific things that you did on test day or any, any big mistakes from your first two times, like specifically for in the testing center that you feel like, I don't know, you thought, okay, I'm going to do this differently next time. Anything on test day itself? Yeah. And this is like the worst, worst answer probably. And nobody would want to hear this, but it really is just relaxing, you know? And yeah, um, I think the first, the very first exam I took, the first time I took reg, I was just stressed and didn't know what to think, didn't know what to expect. I had never taken an exam, an exam there before. But then the second time I took an exam there, it was like, okay, I have no reason to be stressed out. I'm just going to get there early. I mean, I took my break and I like had an apple and peanut butter, you know, like had a good snack, yeah. um, drank some water. And I, I just told myself, you know what, Colleen, you worked really hard. Give it your all, do your absolute best. But after that, like, you don't need to stress about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, just sit there, answer the, answer them the best way that you can, but like, don't let yourself get stressed out because it just lowers your performance level. Um, but yeah, I just tell myself, like, relax, you worked hard. Now's the day to just kind of show it. Yeah. And, and that's a big thing um, that, again, all these strategies kind of flow into when you spend 80% of your time working through multiple choice questions. Mm-hmm. The thing that I tell people is it's a, it's like a skill, like you get good at answering yeah. multiple choice questions. Oh, and yeah. so if you're getting to where you average like one question per minute, mm-hmm. you will have more than half the time left for the Sims which is really all you can do on test day because you haven't seen those Sims. They're going to be nastier than anything you've seen in your practice stuff. Yeah. If you get to your Sims with an hour left total, you're going to be freaking out Yeah. and it's hard. It, it takes a while to just read those Sims and just understand what is this even asking me? Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I find the same, like with the multiple choice, like the multiple choice, I kind of just try to breeze through it mm-hmm. and, Honestly, if you do enough multiple choice, I feel like you will breeze through it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you definitely will have, you know, those ones that are hard or you have to take your time on. But in studying, I would actually like time myself, kind of make a game out of it and make it fun mm-hmm. and compete with myself and see almost how fast I could go with 30 multiple choice, you know. So I'd get down to however many minutes, like six minutes to do 30 multiple choice questions or with oh, audit, wow. you know, easy because it's conceptual. <laughs> but, um, but, you know. So once it's game day, you're like, okay, I'm just going to go through these multiple choice and save as much time as I can for the Sims. Um, but also be smart with multiple choice because they're easier points. But yeah, I can't, I totally agree. Like save time for the Sims and that's when it's, it gets hard. Yep. But if you, uh, yeah, if you spend enough time with the multiple choice questions, like you said, that should be just kind of automatic on test day. Not, mm-hmm. you know, you might run into a few that are hard and you might not know at all. That's no big deal. But in general, 
if you've done as much, spend as much time with the material as you should have, yeah, the multiple choice should be fairly simple. Oh yeah. And it's, it just comes down to sins at that point. So. Right. Yes. And it's much easier to be relaxed. You know, if it's, if the, if the multiple choice aren't stressing you out, if the multiple choice are stressing you out, then the Sims are just, you know, yeah, going to be a different level. Exactly. Um, let's see. So I think, yeah, we kind of went through everything. That was a lot of good stuff. Are there any other, any other just big strategies or tips you would give to anyone else studying that we didn't really cover? Yeah. I think for me, something that I found, we talked about it a little bit in the beginning, but when I first started studying and I was trying to get in a ton of time, I would actually stay up super late studying and then I would sleep till like eight or whatever time and wake up and then try and get my day started. And I started um, going to bed like at nine, like an old person and I would go to bed like really me. early. But I would, yeah, <laughs> I would wake up at like 4.30 or 4.45, which sounds absolutely crazy. Um, yeah. But I would give myself the morning and I would like drink my coffee, do my little devotional and I'd get my run in while I listened to the audio message. And by, by seven o'clock I had showered, eaten breakfast and I was like sitting down to study. And for me, that was just game changer, like yeah. absolute game changer. I don't think I'll ever do it any other way. Um, I love just waking up like before the sun is risen and getting your stuff done. You kind of have the morning to yourself in a sense, got your workout in, your whatever and then you're ready to start like your mind is fresh you're awake um and then you don't have to stay up to like 12 a.m to where yeah. you're falling studying and it's not even helping you out um so that would be probably my biggest tip you know not even to cpa candidates but college like whatever you're studying for is like go to bed early wake up early you'll be fresh and your time is better spent so yeah and i i think that just does a lot for you uh I mean, basically in every arena, you know, it's, it makes you more effective. Yeah. You, it just makes you more disciplined. And then it also, CPA study specifically, you feel like you have this big accomplishment done before you leave the house or by the time you leave the house. Oh, so yeah. then you're more, more motivated to, you know, whatever it is, listen to the audios to just kind of keep going, do quizzes right. throughout the day. And that just, that just all adds up. If you just kind of don't think about studying at all till eight or nine at night and you're tired, you just want to go to bed. I mean, yeah. you know, it's not going to work that well. Right. Yeah, right. So. Yeah. That's been huge. Awesome. Well, yeah, that was, uh, that was really good. So I appreciate you doing the call. Yeah, of course. You have FAR and BEC left, right? Yep. FAR and BEC. So I'm hoping to pass FAR maybe by the end of October, because I don't want to give myself too much time to where I get lazy and don't study hard. Um, but also I'm like, I just moved to a new city and I'm starting a job that I've never done before. So um, hopefully I'll pass far by the end of October and maybe BEC by December. So 2021, hopefully I'll be a CPA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, last question. I was going to ask about that. How are they having you start? Are you starting all virtual? All virtual, which is wow. wild, but I got lucky and two girls I know from college actually are working at the same firm in the same city. Um, so we'll, we'll honestly just be a, you know, we'll have three CPAs and we have one med student and we'll all just be working, studying from home all day um, through the end of the year. And we don't know, you know, what early next year will hold, but we're yeah. thinking 
you know, hopefully going back to the office. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I hope so. I'm getting real sick of this. But I agree. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you again. And let me know when you pass the other two. Absolutely. Fingers crossed soon. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye. So that was the interview with Colleen. Like I said, hopefully, and I'm pretty confident you found that very, very helpful. We went through basically the study process from start to finish. You know, we don't mention every little facet, but you get a lot of big picture clarity by listening to something like that. How she really struggled in the beginning, even though she was spending so much time each day, and then how you really can get better results from less study time when you have your study process figured out. Now, if any of that rings painfully true, you know, where you feel like you're spending a lot of time, but you are spinning your wheels, the best place for you to start, again, if you haven't yet, is to watch one of our free one-hour training sessions. You can find a link to that from our homepage at SuperFastCPA or text PASSNOW to 44222 and watch one of these one-hour trainings. It will change your study process forever and make it much easier, much more doable, much more motivating on a daily basis. Second thing I would say is if you found this helpful, please take a second to find the podcast in the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to these and leave a review and a rating for the podcast. It's a free way to help the podcast. And like I keep saying, I really feel like these interviews are some of the most helpful free information available anywhere for people who are currently studying and trying to iron out their own study process and get better at the daily process so that they can pass their CPA exams. So thank you for listening. If you found this helpful, please find the podcast and leave a review and we will see you on the next episode.